welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors talk about the upcoming preaching text for the coming week. It's a joy to be with you, and I'm here with Pastor Eric, Pastor Megan, and I'm Pastor Kevin. Hey. So glad to be with you all. Woo! Yay! The podcast. The podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to accept no substitute. We've made it. We're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, God's work, our hands is mm, over. That was an mm-hmm. amazing day of service Amen. by your church. And everybody's going to be, you know, I'm still wearing the Easter Lutheran shirt. Yes. Now, swag, yellow t-shirt. <laughs> Rock and I was yellow. noticing yeah. you've been wearing that every single day. Yeah, it's starting me. to get a little smelly, friend. Don't, don't. This is not a podcast. There it's an intervention. It's time to share your <laughs> Maybe, Oh, you have a shirt for every day. I see <laughs> Well, I often wear black, and I must say I do have a closet of black T-shirts. <laughs> then you know it always matches. That's what right. can I say? It's yeah, easy to not have to think about it. Then you, have to go. you and Steve Jobs. That's oh exactly. my gosh! <laughs> wow, that's right. And Connect the dots. Thank you for joining us here at the carry. <laughs> Speaking of apples, let's get into Genesis. <laughs> wow! I, did you see what I did? It's a that's hard. It's a hard transition. Transition, man. I, I think we I need to start setting him up like that <laughs> and then see how he can <laughs> rein it in. See if he can make the transition. <laughs> yeah. This game I like. You, game on, my friend. <laughs> right. We are continuing our series, Together for Good. And I think it's our hope and prayer for you is that you see that in each one of these stories out of the Bible, you're going to find relationships, you're going to find community, you're going to find beginnings and maybe new beginnings. So if that's something that you've been looking for, um, do we have a sermon for you and a worship series for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, And we always want you to know that this is a great place to bring a friend to worship. You know. We hear more and more often that people are looking and they're looking for community. They're looking for places um, that they can get connected to. And you would be surprised, I think, by the power of your invitation to a friend to come along with. Because really, it's on the arm of a trusted friend that we find our favorite grocery stores or restaurants or things that we regularly do. Parks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Church. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's the the same as everything else. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so go ahead and make the invitation. And, and it um, takes many invitations. Don't be discouraged. Yeah, yeah. And, and for those of you who are like, I don't know. Um, okay, so maybe you're not the person to invite someone. Maybe you're the person who's here. And, and w- will you also then be the person who is so bold as when you see a face you don't recognize to introduce yourself and say something to the effect of, maybe we've met, maybe we haven't. I don't know. Hi, I'm Megan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but use your own name. Use your real name. Yeah. <laughs> don't introduce yourself as me. That'd be very confusing. Um, but but go ahead and like, you, you know, I think last week I mentioned, uh, look at your calendar, look at the website, sign yourself up for something, put it on your calendar. This week, my challenge to you is look around worship on Sunday, find a face that's unfamiliar to you, swallow your pride. Uh, and admit you don't remember their name or admit you haven't introduced yourself to them. Admit you want to make a connection. And even if the connection is just, hey, oh, you've been here for 12 years and I've just never asked you your name. Cool. <laughs> well, let me share mine. Uh, hey, how about those donuts? Um, <laughs> that's still something. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're still making those connections. I, I think that we, we talk ourselves into, you know, it won't matter. They don't really care. Or, uh, you know, I'm too awkward. And um, none of those things are true. You matter. People care. You might be awkward, but there's no such thing as too awkward. You can do it. It's it's totally true because you may have come here before, 
but there is someone who's just walked in the door for the very first time to one of mm-hmm. our two campuses and they desperately need someone to be yep. the front door for them to be a bridge to be someone that, that can just offer that word of welcome and who knows god may be using you to do that very thing that day so trust your gut if you see somebody please just extend that welcome and and what a gift that will be to others I will let the sharing of peace go on additional minutes. If you need to cut clear across oh. the room, go shake someone's hand that okay. you haven't shaken before. You want to give a little <laughs> fist okay. bump to somebody who's new to you. I'm just going to, I'll wait for you. Like eventually I'll start reining you in, but only eventually. So go ahead, get out there. Do the thing, friends. Come on. Do the thing. Do the thing. Especially as we get now more into Genesis, mm. we're going to see even more relational stories. So interesting with the book of Genesis here before Pastor Megan reads, right, is that the word Genesis means beginnings. So that's interesting there too, right? Because it's not just simply that we hear the two creation stories at the front end of the book, which is that's obviously incredibly important. But then the rest of it is like this fascinating like family story. Mm. And it's basically three cycles of family stories that we get to kind of hear and you're invited into a very messy family situation, but watch what God does with messy family situations. Because I'm glad your family's not messy and mine. Right. Is <laughs> 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 wow, they all laughed very loudly. <laughs> Did you hear that? Wow. Uh, let, let us note that we as pastors uh, meet a lot of people and a lot of families and friends. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. Families are messy. Mm-hmm. It's just true. Mm-hmm. But I think the at least one of the words that always sticks out for me, faith words, is the word covenant. Mm. And that's kind of what we get to kind of hear a little bit in the Abraham and Sarah stories here that we're going to be picking on. There's a, a beautiful song by a guy named Andrew Peterson who wrote a song called Canaan Bound. And it's all about Abraham and Sarah kind of wandering and following God's promise in the midst of all of that. And it kind of has this amazing soaring chorus on it, but it just, it, get, it just always brings me into the story a little bit more powerfully to realize that God has made a promise and that's what the word covenant is. But covenant serves as a way of thinking about lots of different relationships with our life. I mean, can you guys think of a relationship that you describe as a covenant relationship that you have? I, mean, oh, I think, we, yeah, we often think about I mean, marriage for a starter yes. is often referred to as, a, yes. as that covenant. It's, it's more than it's it's promised, you know, begins with the vows. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It is about this promise that we're making to each other mm-hmm. based on nothing more than than the promise in my heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and, and it's going to stay. You can't you can't ruin the promise I'm making. Right. Like you're going to screw up and you're going to be a jerk. And I mean, ho- hopefully not habitually and intentionally. That's just humanity. Mm-hmm. Um but my, I'm not going to yep. break my promise. For right? better or for worse. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's one way we often think about a, a, a covenant relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, too, about anybody that's experienced um, fostering or adopting kids. Um, what a powerful piece that is. I mean, when you go and stand in front of a judge and the judge just basically says, you are now the parent of this human mm-hmm. being. And it's like, what a profound word that is. But I think that's kind of what God is doing, too. It's a one-sided order of the court <laughs> yeah. as opposed to saying, well, let's negotiate this yeah. a little bit. It's yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no negotiating. And I think that's the attitude, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And that's the beauty, I think, of these covenant promises that we see God continuing to double down on, uh, especially throughout Genesis, is that I feel like it's this continuous story of God saying, I choose you. I commit to you. Mm-hmm. You are my people. I am your God. And the people going, cool, 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 cool. 
but I'm going to do this thing that you hate and I'm going to mess this thing up and go over here. Uh-oh. And God's going to say, whoa, I'm ticked at you. There's consequences to your actions. But guess what? Not only did I make this promise at this point, I'm going to remake the promise at this point. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. covenanting my covenants with you. Um, and, and so that it's not an invitation to like, you know, just be a jerk for the sake of being a jerk because God's always going to be cool with it. It is this reminder, though, that that God's promise stands no matter what. Mm-hmm. It surpasses all of your sin and brokenness. Amen. Yep. You can't get away from God's promise because it's... Because, Sometimes that's not good news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the law and the gospel. Yeah. You can run, yeah. but you can't hide. Yes. <laughs> Because it's because it's God's declaration. Yes, it's been spoken over you, mm-hmm. and it's and it wasn't um, you know as long as you continue to keep up your part, it was yeah. Yeah. you know God's going to keep this promise. This He's made a covenant, and that's the promise is exactly the story we're hearing. It's this promise that God is making to Abraham and Sarah that they will be the beginning of a nation, right? Like that everything God's going to do is going to start with them. And God keeps making this promise for like a quarter century while they're like wandering through the wilderness and they still don't and have getting kids. Older and getting and older, older and trying to like bend the situation to make it happen yeah. rather than letting God have it happen. Like there's all this messiness. Right. Um, but God That's why it's such a promise. A, it's such a perfect example of what we were just talking about yeah. that – no, you, you're not going to have a part in this. God made the promise and it's going to happen. Yeah, God's going to do it. And like, so let's, so let's read the story, right? Let's read the story. <laughs> I actually let's... just want to keep you two talking. Working with it I'm enjoying this a lot. But you need to hear the words because this okay, is the story of Abraham and Sarah, right? And they started as Abram and Sarai. I just want to name that because if you read the beginning of this story, you'll see different names. God's really good at changing people's names. So, <laughs> hey, whatevs. Like, God's going to do what God's going to do right um so they started abram and sarah there are now abraham and sarah so that's what they're named as in this passage so this is from genesis chapter 18 um, and the beginning of this chapter uh, says the lord appeared to abraham by the oaks of mamre so th- there's this um there's this divine visitation, right? And Abraham provides some hospitality um, and then we get to this. Then one said, one like as in the, the, the divine visitors, it's a long story, don't worry about it. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season and your wife Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, shall I indeed bear a son now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the said time, I will return to you in due season and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied saying, I did not laugh for she was afraid. He said, oh yes, you did laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. And then we're going to fast forward because then we've got some detours in the story. Some other history happens, but we're going to pick back up in Genesis (laughs) chapter 21. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son, whom Sarah bore him. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. 
Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Now Sarah said, God has brought laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, who would ever have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. Wow. So here's a little bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Pastor Eric has two sons. Mm-hmm. Do you know what their names are? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should tell us. Well, we well, my boys are Isaac and Leif, and we this Isaac is named after this story. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why did you choose um, that name? It's a great I mean, I think it's cool that you yeah. chose it, but yeah. is it something that um, you It's a long story, but uh, yeah, I I do have. Yeah, ask me if you're really interested. I'll (laughs) fill you in sometime. But uh, but uh, yeah, we called him Smiley Isaac. You know, after the story when he was when he was little, and we call Leif Lucky Leif, which that's a whole other story. But um, that's the name of Leif Erickson too. That was his nickname. So. But anyway, yeah, Isaac. We have a boy, Isaac. You have an Isaac. And I think it's lovely that um, names have these meanings to them, right? And that this name in particular, in this story, there is this sense of laughter, right? And and I don't care what kind of laughter we're talking. Like, you know, there's a kind of a laugh of disbelief. Like, I imagine Sarah kind of, it's not like this, ha, 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 ha. It's like this, ha. Right. right. (laughs) Just kind of came out of her. Yeah. Um, and, and as we pointed out before we hit record on this podcast, right, earlier when, when God's having a conversation with Abraham about all this, Abraham laughs too because it's just, I mean, it's so unlikely as to be ridiculous. And that's, and that's what you do. You laugh at that stuff. Mm-hmm. And let us point out that even though both Abraham and Sarah gave not a ha ha ha, but a ha, um, God didn't stop doing what God was going to do. God's like, why'd you laugh? It's yeah. cute that you laugh. Your kid's going to be yeah. named after your laughter. You're right. going to remember that you laughed at these prophecies. Didn't God had already told Abraham, yep. your son will, will be, you will name yep. him Isaac. Yeah, well before. Yep. Which means he will laugh. And so it's, that's it's funny that she laughed yep. like you can't help it yep. you're gonna laugh at this but i when i make a promise i keep it and it's i and i love the humanness of the story like this right like th- when we look at yes. the vastness of possibility all that god can do right we have this human tendency to just laugh at it no mm-hmm. way that's right. so silly um because it's not possible for it's us it's not possible for us mm-hmm. yes but like what what God can't do it right um and so I love that this story points out this incredible thing this amazing thing and that what what did every single person do who heard it they laughed about it um so I I I don't know like folks look around you what's the what's the good stuff that -hmm. you've got going on where where are those miracles that you kind of were like I'm sure there's a different explanation for why that came into my life um what if you claimed that what if you told that story? What if you invited people into seeing that miracle too? Um, I just maybe our laughs would be more of joy than of uh, <laughs> of derision and disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it feels like you know so much of Scripture is God trying to change our mind about mm. this because we can't see it ourselves, like cover to cover in the Bible. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, this starts back right. If I'm remembering this right, this is Abraham. Abram 
and God, and it's almost like this image of God putting his arm around Abram and says, Abram, come out of the tent, yep. look up into the night sky, yep. do you mm-hmm. see yep. all the stars? Mm-hmm. As many stars as you see, that's how many descendants will be part of your family to a guy who doesn't have any kids. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. and it must have just been amazing, but then... Abraham couldn't get his head around that. Mm -hmm. So then comes all these other promises, right? All this faithfulness of God until even in this situation here, like Abram laughed, now Sarah's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) But still the through line is, is God's faithful to this promise and God's faithful to you. Right. What an incredible promise. Yeah. The reason we have these stories and the reason we, we, tell them to each other is because this is your story yeah this this story is you know about some other people but it's these are our our forebears and this is our story yeah yeah and as we named like earlier here right uh, all sorts of messy family dynamics here in genesis so perfectly biblical um but but i also love that uh, it's not just messy families that we hear it's it's people you know slipping up and being jerks and and making bad decisions and here it is enshrined in scripture Mm -hmm. right like just you're saying pastor eric this is our story like it even in these uh these forebears of faith that Mm -hmm. i mean god said to abram hey go from this land to a land i'll show you eventually at some point and abram's like cool yeah sure i'll pack up and go so it's not that there's a lack of faith, but there's also a, a full humanness to them. Um, this is yeah. who we are, and yep. God still makes incredible, miraculous, joyful things happen with us. Right. Yeah. And we can laugh. Yeah, and we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you see it, you'll you'll know. You'll laugh. Oh my God! God, you did it again. Yeah, right. I'd, and what if we? What if we? intentionally watched for that stuff right like what if instead of letting it slide by us or letting us go ha 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 and then forgetting about it what if you paid attention what if you wrote it down what if you were watching for those things no matter how small or big you think they are i i I literally think that the reason we think god doesn't do this kind of stuff anymore um it's because we just don't pay attention. Yeah. You know, we're just not we're just not willing to to watch for the thing and name it for what it is, mm-hmm. and then keep telling that story, right? To keep telling yeah. the the ways we've seen God do incredible things in our lives, mm-hmm. um, and then we miss it. You're you're not like training yourself to pay attention for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and as the series title "Together Forgive," mm-hmm. I mean, it just hits again the importance of the relationship piece. It's the relationship between us, but also that the relationship between us and God, it grows and changes over our lifetime. It's not that it's static for one piece of it. It's a constantly evolving piece because God wants us to be more engaged along the way. And it's so it's funny that, you know, all these little scenes like Abram, you know, he thinks he's alone, but he's not. You know, Sarah, she thinks she's alone in her laughter or her experience, but she's not. And I feel like no matter what stage of life you're in, if you feel that sense of aloneness, right? Yeah. I mean, that was kind of an echo of last week's text that, that Pastor Eric preached on. You know, it's not good for people to be alone, period. Yeah. <laughs> Surgeon General. Yeah, right. It's right? not good for people <laughs> right? to be alone, period. <laughs> Let's put a device in everybody's hand that makes people feel even more alone mm-hmm. and more self-conscious of themselves called a cell phone, <gasps> right? You know, and again, it's not good for us to be alone. It's like social media where we're supposed to be more better together. It's like, no, actually, we actually need to be in the room together in the same space 
where we're connecting with one another, where we're reminding each other of the promises that do connect us and sharing laughter even too. I mean, it's not just, it's all of it wrapped up. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I just want to add, of course, the the biggest promise for us to lift up is um, the promise that uh, God would send his son mm-hmm. to save us, to forgive yep. us from our sins and yep. to, you know, Jesus said, I've prepared a place for you yep. and I will uh, come again and take you to where I am. That's a promise because of all these promises that God has kept. Yep. We know we can trust that promise that, um, throughout this life, no matter what happens we know where we're going our father's house yes and i think that's part of i mean that's another reason why we need to hear these stories right like i think we just need to see god has continued to choose us Mm -hmm. right god has continued to to choose life for us god has continued to do whatever god needs to do so that that Mm -hmm. we can know that true and loving relationship with our god and that you know reaches its culmination in jesus and and that's why we need to hear from genesis we need to hear these stories that get us there because we need to see this is what god has always been about god is for you yes ah you are forgiven and free. There. So go serve your neighbors. There you go. That's right. And I think that's a powerful way to to just hold on to that the promises that come out of this Genesis story. And remember, it, it, to echo that question, is anything too wonderful for God to do in your life? Mm-hmm. What would that look like in this coming week? We hope that you'll even come and drop us an email or tell us more. Please. Stop by any one of your staff team here at the at either campus. We'd love mm-hmm. to talk with you, pray with you, encourage you. Um, but thank you for joining us for the Carry On Cast, which is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. Sunshine.